Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hello and welcome to another episode of the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Freidenberg in the Gross Point office. And this week, I am going to be talking about paying down debt, whether it's a mortgage or a vehicle purchase or a naughty credit card debt. Now, lots of people use credit cards and pay them off. Credit is not a bad thing. Having credit available to you is a great thing and actually can improve your credit score if you're responsible with it. However, things happen, life happens, divorce, job loss, COVID, or maybe just a a period of of YOLO. I I don't know. I mean, people have debt. This is not something to judge people by. Doing financial plans for people, I am always amazed at how often people want to put aside money to invest, where not only do they not have emergency savings, which is another episode, which I will link in the show notes that Melissa Joy and I did a few months ago, but also have debt in the form of credit card that they are paying between 14 and 22% interest. So before I get into a couple strategies to pay down debt, I do just want to share some examples of how much you're actually spending with those interest rates over time if you're not paying down more than the minimum payment. So say you decide to take a trip, whether you have to take a trip or it's a spring break trip for fun, you don't have the money for it, you put it on a card for $2,500 at 15.85%. The minimum monthly payment, let's say, is $34 a month. If you were to only pay it off, paying that minimum payment, $34 a month on $2,500, again, at 15.85% interest compounded, it would take you 243 months to pay it off. And that $2,500 trip would end up costing you $8,247.60. So that's a long time. The idea here is you don't want to just pay the minimum payment. Now, in this example that I gave you, if you were to just up that minimum payment to $55 a month, you would now pay it off in 69 months, but you would still pay over $3,763.37 for that $2,500 trip. So the best thing to do is to pay it down quickly, as fast as you can, so that you're not paying that kind of interest and paying double or triple what you should pay for your trip. So again, no judgment. However you got here, you find yourself with some debt that you would like to pay off. The first thing I need you to figure out is what amount do you have in excess of fixed bills coming in every month that you can put towards this debt? So I'm going to start with the B word, budget. Nobody loves to hear it, but it's about putting down on pen and paper your income. So if you have employment income, 
if you have any kind of a spousal support, if you're older and you have like social security income, all of those things, everything coming in on a monthly basis, then you're going to put together your list of expenses. And if you're using a credit card for your monthly expenses, maybe the intention was to pay it off each month and then you got behind a few months and then all of a sudden you have a large credit card bill. Go back to your credit card. Most companies have a feature where you can look at what you've spent and what you're spending money on. And they will even divide it into sections so you can see how much you're actually spending on groceries. Go back and check your statements and go line by line. I like to do like three months at least and average it even better if you can go back six months. Again, most credit cards, when you log in, you can actually sort by month and get an idea of how much you spend on, again, groceries every month, clothing, figure out what you're spending. Subtract that number from what you have coming in. Hopefully there's a surplus there. If there is a larger amount of credit card debt, there could be a spending problem where you are spending every penny that comes in, or in some cases, spending over. Whether there are life circumstances that got you there, you're going to have to take the next step and subtract the things that are necessities. What I find is most people that are spending everything that's coming in, there's a good range of things purchased because they can, right? So if they're not necessarily needs or even wants, it's just a question of like, I have money in my account, so I'm going to buy the things. So this practice is really to figure out how much you conceivably could put towards your debt each month. And after you have that figured out, the next step is to figure out how long it will take you to pay that debt down if you put all the additional funds towards it. There are calculators, which I'm going to put a couple links in the bottom here, but uh, one which I like is by NerdWallet. And you can actually do different techniques, but um, this calculator can actually show you what each of those steps looks like. The other uh, website that I like to use when figuring out how long it will take you to pay down all of your debt is Credit Karma. And I will again link that in the show notes, but what it does is you can either select a time period. So you can say, I wanna be debt-free in 18 months, or two years, or five years, depending on obviously your circumstance of how much income you have and how much debt you have to pay off. But if you have various cards, these calculators will allow you to put in the interest rate of those cards and the minimum payments and really see how long so you can actually set a goal for yourself to have it paid off. You'll know exactly what you have to put towards that debt every month in order to hit that goal. So helpful. As a financial planner, as a financial advisor, I cannot recommend enough putting all of it down on paper or into a calculator and really figuring out exactly how much you have to pay each month to pay it off in a specific period of time. I'm going to go over three common methods for paying down credit card debt. One of the most popular ones you've probably heard of is the debt snowball. And the way that that works, if you think about building either a snowman or a snowball, and you kind of start out with this tiny ball and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger as you go by paying off your smallest debt first, you pay the minimum payments on the others, and then you roll that amount that you had been paying into the payment of the next largest debt. 
meaning if you have a credit card for $2,000, a credit card for $3,500, and a credit card close to $7,000, you would start with the smallest one first, and then once that's paid off, you're going to roll the amount that you've been paying every month. Part of that is psychological, right? So you're actually eliminating a whole entire card first. So starting with the smallest makes you feel like I've accomplished something. I have three credit cards to pay off. Boom, I've got one done. And that really is motivating to continue on. The next popular one that you may have heard of is Debt Avalanche. And now this one is the one that I tend to like being kind of a numbers person. The biggest reason to pay down your debt especially if you're looking at building wealth and you want to invest, is to pay down the debt with the highest interest rate first. And if you pay down the highest rate first, you're actually going to save yourself the most amount of money over that time period where you're paying down your debts. Or debt that has the highest interest rate, you're going to pay the minimums on the others while you're paying that one off. Then you'll go to the one with the next highest rate and so on. Now, this one isn't so much about the order of doing things, but this is always something to look into first. It's not always possible to consolidate your debt, combine multiple debts into one new one. Ideally, you're going to want to do this at a lower interest rates and making payments more manageable, as well as just, again, having one place that you're paying off versus like three different cards. Definitely something worth talking to your bank about or credit union. They may be able to help you out there. Obviously, there are other things you can look at. A lot of people um, have a lot of equity in their homes, so you could look at paying off credit card debt with like a HELOC on your home. Refinancing was a popular thing about a year ago. However, now with interest rates as high as they are on mortgages especially, this may no longer be the best route to go. Now, if you start this process, and especially if you're doing the what's coming in, what's going out, and the numbers aren't adding up. Maybe for a period of time, you've been spending above what you have coming in and the debt just is not gonna be able to get paid off. You're doing the numbers and you barely have enough to pay the minimum. Now, this is something where you may want to look into like a debt management plan, a credit counseling agency, cut your interest rates and put you on a a repayment plan If this is something that you can manage on your own, you do not want to take this step. If you've been at it for years trying to pay it down, and again, the numbers just aren't working out, that's when you'd want to consider that. And I would say at the same time, most bankruptcy attorneys will do a free consultation. So that's something um, before you look at a credit counseling agency, it may be worth looking into to see if you're eligible and what that would do for your financial picture by meeting with a bankruptcy attorney. So just to recap what we've talked about so far, step one, really knowing your budget, knowing every dollar coming in and going out will really help you put the most amount of money towards your debt, lowering your bills. So by cutting back what you're purchasing every month, especially if your debt has not been a result of something specific going on in your life, but more just overspending again and again. You really have to rein in what you are spending so that you can put more cash towards your debt every month. The other option is to make more money, potentially pick up a side job 
or look for a new job that can help you earn more money so that you can pay off the debt faster. That's obviously an option, but not always realistic. So once you look at what extra money you have every month, or maybe creating some extra money by lowering your bills, then you're going to figure out which method you prefer, whether you prefer the snowball method, the avalanche method, you're going to go and use a calculator. Again, I will link both Credit Karma and Nerd Wallet have great credit card debt calculators, and you're going to make a plan, whether it's a timeline or whether it's an amount of money every month, figure out how long it's going to take you to pay off all of that debt. Now, here's where a lot of people that I meet with get a little flustered. If you were using credit cards because you didn't have an emergency fund or savings, it may make sense. This is going to depend on the amount of excess money that you have to put towards your debt every month, as well as how much debt that you have. If you have a little bit extra where you can still meaningfully pay off debt, you may want to start creating an emergency savings as well. So often I see where people maybe have credit card debt that built up because they've gone through a divorce or they lost a job or there's something in their life that really forced them to have expenses they weren't prepared for. We want to avoid having that happen again. So it's important to not use the credit cards for those emergency things and start the process of having at least three months of your fixed bills in savings as you're paying down debt. If you are able to start with even just $100 a month or $200 a month into a savings account, something that you can't touch as easily where you don't have a debit card can't go to the ATM and take the cash out. You have to actually go online and consciously move money from that savings to your checking in order to spend it. That is really going to help. And again, it's about creating new habits. Nobody's going to judge. Lots and lots of people have been in the position where they've racked up some credit card debt and need to pay it off, but it's about changing the habit. So not spending more than you have coming in every month, but also creating, again, that emergency fund. I'm going to link the episode that Melissa Joy and I did so that you can really gain control of your situation. As always, I hope that you found this episode helpful. If you know somebody who could benefit from this episode, please do share it with them. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter, also found on our website.